What up, everybody? want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your boy, Emmanuel. I'm back in the kitchen. I'm whipping it up, and I got my boy, Brandon Hardaway, with me. Say what's up to the people, Brandon. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Yes, sir. So, um, this week, we're going to be talking about a topic that I haven't really touched on, uh, we haven't touched on uh, on this podcast and uh, we're going to touch on mental health in the black community. You know what I mean? It's something that's been kind of like a hot button type of thing. And people have been coming to that realization um, that mm-hmm. we need to talk about this. We need to deal with this. Right. So tonight, I got a professional with me. You know hey. what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so it's not, yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Right. Own, own these credentials, my bro. Right, right. <laughs> I earned them. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, I want to thank everybody who tuned in and gave feedback um, on the African American Excellence series, man, a dope series with Shabri, Devon, and and Nikki and Ezell. Um, so, in in this, what's what's coming up, y'all? Is I got this going on, and then after y'all hear this episode, I'm gonna have at least one, if not two, episodes on. Uh, it's gonna be heavy. It's gonna be on domestic violence from the male point of view from the male mm. side so i'm gonna have a professional in mm. the domestic violence field that deals with men who have to be who have to go through a court mandated 52 week course to be able to come out of what they've been doing you know what i mean whether it's they've been convicted of something or they're going through a divorce and the only way the wife will take them back is if they go through that course so y'all stay tuned because i got some more good content coming your way um like yes sir so um anybody that's on itunes right now if you haven't subscribed please subscribe if you haven't rated five stars do your boy a favor go ahead and give me that five stars four stars is is okay but i would like five stars <laughs> if you don't mind and if you comment say something nice man i appreciate everything that y'all do um just i'm trying to get my visibility up so if y'all can do that if y'all rock with me man please do that one time um if you're on soundcloud like it repost all that good stuff all right so um without further ado i'm going to introduce our special guest brandon hardaway man tell us about yourself mm. bro you know who you yeah. are where you from what you do all yeah. that good stuff um like you said brandon hardaway uh born and raised here in portland mm-hmm. northeast portland um man what do i do i'm a social worker well i'm a counselor at uh, ohsu evo gorley center okay um that's what I do full time, and then I also have a private practice that I run, mm. uh, very part time. Yeah, but yeah. So bossing it up in your, in your spare time, you <laughs> right? <know what> I <laughs> mean? Trying, trying yeah. one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm working towards licensure to uh, be a licensed uh, clinical social worker. So okay. Yeah. So tell me about the private practice. Is it just you, or you got a you got a partner? It's just me. Okay. Uh, but I do have a supervisor. Okay. Since I don't have my license, I have okay. to have somebody that oversees my work. Yeah. Um, to make sure I'm not doing something I shouldn't be. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So how long you been on? You been on that that grind? That private. Practice? Uh, the private practice. You know, I just started that last August. Last August. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's been um, it's been great so far. It's a learning learning experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm learning a lot about myself. Yeah. A lot about being a business owner and a lot about um just being out there on my own in the counseling world. Right. Yeah. So so, so for people that, you know, have no idea like what does a like what do you really do? Like what does a counselor do? You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's People hear that and may think of, well, I had a counselor in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. So that's why I'm all, I'm always going back and forth between count, I'm a counselor, and I'm a therapist. Okay. Right? So what do you what do you prefer as far as title wise? I call myself a counselor. Okay. Um, yeah, but I, but as a counselor, I I do one on one therapy, individual psychotherapy with folks. Mm-hmm. Um, diagnose people that come in, mm-hmm. and. Uh, get to the the one-on-one therapy yeah that's really what i do yeah yeah and if y'all don't know he i brought him on to talk about mental health in the black community because he is a brother <laughs> so right right you know what i mean so i know y'all can't see this i'm not videotaping this yeah actually yeah. i should put a little something on instagram so y'all can see what we doing really quickly but um but yeah man so what what led you to become a counselor like how did you get on this path yes yeah, so, um 
great question. I was thinking about that today, and I couldn't. If you would have asked me my first year in grad school what I wanted to do, I was getting my MSW, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I wanted to do um, administration work mm-hmm. in a in a psych unit, be like a director or something like that. Okay. Then OHSU hit me up uh, my second year, and they were like, "Yo, we we might have a position open." And it's a it's a it's a learning position. Like, mm. it's a, they OHSU is teaching, so that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to teach me how to be a counselor, <laughs> and I just went with that, and I and I fell in love with the work that I do. Word. Yes. Yeah, so they offered to pay it's for amazing. it. Is that what you saying? No, it was a. Uh, it's, it's it's just a job. Okay. So they just get basically offered me a job after some interviews. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's what's that's, up, that's how I became a counselor. Yeah. And I love. I'm, I'm gonna do it for. I see myself doing it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's special. Doing, so yeah, yeah. definitely. What's the? Is is there anyone else like that you were going to school with that is doing it with you, or is it just something that it didn't matter who was doing it? You just gonna you just kind of gravitated towards it. Um, no, there was nobody else. Yeah, nobody else was doing. It. I was in a totally different track. Like I said, I was in administration, mm-hmm. and there were there were a bunch of people in, uh, in school that was doing. Um, what they call community-based work mm-hmm. so i wasn't i wasn't doing that but i got offered this position and yeah <laughs> here i am two right. and a half years later loving it loving it yeah yeah that's dope yeah man so let's get into the meat of the conversation man um mm-hmm. how old are you i am 33 that's right we basically saying yeah. yeah yeah so uh we well, not that you, old am how old are you a little bit, yeah. I'm, I'm 32. I'll be 33 next month. You know what I mean? So seems you got like me. Yeah. <laughs> seems like I'm getting. I'm, I'm up there now, right? So 33 is. Nah, man. We, is like if you up there, that means I'm up there. <laughs> right. Hold on, man. I feel like I'm older than a lot of people I run into. Though. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, man. It's all good, though. Nah, we. 33 is the new 27. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's funny how the order you get like, nah, man, it, it ain't like what it used to be back in the day. Right, right. That was old, but now this is young. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Yeah. But uh, so we, we not that old. Nah. You know what I mean? Nah. But we know growing up and just even from our parents generation and just other uh, aunts, uncles, we, could, we know that there's long been a stigma in the black community about mental health. Right. How to deal right. with it. You don't let nobody get in your head. Mm hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I just have you watched Get Out? Get Out, yeah, yeah. Okay, I did see that movie. <laughs> I just seen it last night. Oh, bro, you know what I mean. I was late to it too, so. Bro, yeah, they was trying to take my black card because I hadn't seen it. <laughs> right, it's like you don't get your black card in 2018 until you see that movie. <laughs> right. So, uh, so I seen Get Out for the first time, uh-huh. and that's like it's a it's an awesome movie, great story, sure. whatever. Sure, but uh, it like. It will make me not want to now. Like I was excited about potentially like going to hypnosis and like <laughs> just just like you know fixing things right. and however whatever I want to change about myself. I know that you know with the subconscious you can change some things. Sure, sure. If you tap into it, right. Now I'm like I don't want to get stuck in the sucky place, bro. <laughs> right. And it's like this no, is no. this is hurting like mental health in the black community. Like now we <laughs> right. hella scared because we think we're gonna get in a sucking place, right? So. Other than get out, <laughs> you um, that will not happen. <laughs> All right, let's, let's let's talk about that. Hold on, hold on. How how much of that is true? As what? far as like somebody can really have that much effect over you if they're a hypnotherapist or whatever. Oh man, I I've never done it, so I don't know. Okay, do you know anybody? I know. That, I've, ne- I've never that deals with that. Mm-mm. Okay, I don't. All right. And it's not something I'm interested in. <laughs> so be real. I'm good. So you'll pass I'm on that. Good, yeah. Oh my God. But uh but if that's something you do, do it. <laughs> Shoot. But you know what I mean? Yeah. We we know that mental health in the like this it's it's a stigma in the right. black community. Like, we don't go see therapists. We don't Definitely. we go to church and we pray it out. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? We just get give over it. To it. God. Give it give it to God. Mm-hmm. Let go and let God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um but we are coming to the realization. You know, in the 21st century, that right. we need more attention mm-hmm. to our mental health. You know what I mean? Um, I know you've only been doing it for a couple of years, right? But just like in your observations and in your work, 
um, how have you seen that change over the years, like this stigma? Because like, like I was saying earlier, like it's kind of a thing now, like mm-hmm. we're talking about it in the black community. Yeah. So yeah. is there anything that you've seen or that you know that's been a proponent of getting the message out there or just what have you seen change in the past couple of years? Um, just, just it being talked about more. Okay. Um, more black men coming through, black men and women, uh, but mm-hmm. more black men coming through the Ava Gordley Center. Mm. Um, is is an outcome right that is being talked about more, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing. I'm glad. I'm glad it is. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something that we need to stop shying away from. Yeah. You recording right now? The mm-hmm. video? Is that a video you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? It was. <laughs> what is that? I may or may why not. Is, why is this camera facing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. But yeah, that, that's. Um, definitely something that I've seen change over the years just just it being talked about more and more um, yeah different events in the community and stuff yeah mm-hmm. so I mean I think we still have a lot of work to do you know um, definitely. to overcome it definitely um, tell me about what you guys do specifically at the at the center you know at yeah. OHSU OHSU Ever Center um, mm-hmm. so other than the one-on-one counseling, mm-hmm. um, we run groups there. We haven't for a while, but that's always an option that some staff could step up and do. Uh, excuse me. Uh, what else do we do? We also go out to the community. Uh, myself and a couple of my colleagues go out and um, do trainings, Afrocentric. Mm-hmm. What is it? Afrocentric approaches to clinical work. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done trainings with... M- Hospitals around the city, uh, counties, Multnomah, Washington, um, and just kind of discuss appropriate ways to work with our people. Mm-hmm. That's what that's really it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So isn't y'all think you were telling me isn't your center you only or not yours is designed mm-hmm. to treat African Americans, right? Right. The mission. The yeah. mission is. Um, but, I mean, we see everybody. Right. Uh, but there well, are... No discrimination. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there are a couple of us. Um, I want to say there's two of us right now on staff that 99.8% of our patients are black. Yeah. So, yeah. So, is it... So, you guys go out in the community. Um, is there anything else that's going on as far as marketing efforts to be able to attract us to come and, you mm-hmm. know... Yeah. Actually, you know what? We also go to... Um, different events around the community and, mm-hmm. and have a booth up just mm-hmm. so that, you know, there's some friendly faces there. Come talk about what it would be like to come in. Yeah. Right. It's, it, it sounds super scary when we think about it. Yeah. Right. In our minds, it sounds scary, but so tell me, t- like walk mm-hmm. us through that. Like what's the, what's the conversation, you know, at those events? Like, what are you, what are you guys talking to these people about? Like, how are you getting them to, mm-hmm. to ease their mind to come in? Yeah. Just different flyers, um, mm-hmm. different, um, forums that have information about depression, PTSD, anxiety, and people read those and they can relate to them. Mm-hmm. They think, wow, I, that I, that's my life right there. Right. And then they look up and they see myself or somebody that looks like them, mm-hmm. right? And that eases some of that tension. Yeah. yeah. I think it does. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, because we, you know, growing up black in Portland, mm-hmm. you definitely always stand out. Definitely. Um, you typically always gonna be the minority. Always, unless you go to Jefferson High School. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like exactly. that's the only sanctuary of blackness that we have in Portland. Mm-hmm. So. And the Abel Gordley Center. And the Abel Gordley Center. Yeah, yeah. Shout <laughs> yeah, out. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Let them know. But honestly, know. like before before I met you, um, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. You know lot, what I mean? A lot of people don't. How long has it been around? It's been around. I want to say. Dang. They might hear this, but uh, no, I, I, I want to say 2008, 2009. Okay. Yeah. So it's been around about 10 years. Yeah. I didn't know about it either. Yeah. Until I was going to do an internship there. Man. But that's it. So Yeah. Y'all, I'm, I'm going to put uh, some more information in the show notes for y'all so y'all can look it up, get in contact with them and uh, get what you need. You know yeah. what I mean? We've got counselors. We have psychiatrists um, that are Afrocentric. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we... We uh we deal with a lot of stress. Yeah. Yeah. Um feelings of displacement. <laughs> we do. We do. Um 
tokenism, mm-hmm. feeling like we have to, you know, code switching. Right. Um, right. How much, how much does that like take a toll on us? Like how much are we not realizing that mm. we're just balancing so much and we're taking on a lot? Right. That's a good question. Um, man, it could, it can cause a lot of stress, right? Mm-hmm. We know what stress can do to us. Cardiovascular disease, heart disease, all types of different diseases, right? Mm-hmm. Stress that ultimately kills you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And all that is stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about it on my way here. Just all my work experience, having to feel like I was the the spokesman for the race, mm-hmm. right? How mm-hmm. stressful is that? Yeah. Nobody wants to feel that way. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to feel that way. Um, but yeah, what well, I got off the. <laughs> no, nah, it's just like uh. So you you saying it you know is is very stressful dealing yeah, with yeah absolutely you know? absolutely with um, that and then you know you if you're the only one in that space and they micro throw they throw microaggressions out and or just blatant racism <clears throat> you you got to stand up to them every single time by yourself mm-hmm. right that's stressful in itself so yeah yeah and so a lot of times we just I know just growing up it's just like all right you got to deal with it. Right. right. You know, like there's really no outlet. I mean, you go, you talk to your people, you know, mm-hmm. but nobody really has answers. Right. right. You know, you cope in the way that you cope. Yeah. Um, and I I know sometimes I do and I see others. It's just like we cope or we don't. We just harbor it. Mm-hmm. And then we have outbursts. Right. You know, at random yeah. times to random people who may not even deserve it. Right, if they right. gonna get it right, if they say right. one wrong thing right. and you look like the other person that just <laughs> you gonna last, get last it last week man. pops up yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah man so man so what what do we do man what do we do to to curb that my goodness talk about it talk about your experiences yeah um, and what that does it helps you process those those experiences yeah. right um what else um, taking care of yourself Okay Self-care That's the word I was looking for Self-care Yeah It's important mm-hmm. Gotta take care of yourself um, So talking about it Go see Go see somebody If you don't have anybody That you feel like You can talk to Yeah Right Because then there's that stigma That You're being soft Right mm. You're not supposed to talk It's not supposed to bother you You're supposed to be thick skin You're supposed to be Whatever they whatever they say, but mm-hmm. it's not true. Yeah, <laughs> right. You gotta, right. You got to release that. You got to get that out and go talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy because uh, because we haven't dealt with our issues in this type of way, like in a counseling setting. Mm-hmm. Like we've been taught what, what exactly what you're saying. Like right. you just got to handle. You got to be thick skin. Mm-hmm. You know, we always have that pressure, and, and your parents, your grandparents, will tell you, you got to be twice as good. Yeah. Right. You know, like right. even if stressful. You know what I mean? Like mm. that is stressful. Like right. you have this as a kid, it's ingrained in us. You have to be twice as good to get equal respect. Right. To get equal consideration. And it don't and then when you go out and you live it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And we experience it and then it's just like that's our life. Right. And we don't expect anything different. Like that's crazy, bro. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, it's too bad. So in your in, in your sessions, man, like, uh, uh-huh. are you are you giving people advice? Are you creating plans of like how to mitigate whatever mm-hmm. you're going through, or are you just kind of just listening and yeah. giving like minimal feedback? Like, how do you? Yeah. So, um, oh, I I try to stay away from the advice piece of it. Okay, um, from giving advice, but I just help people. You know. Think of things that maybe they haven't thought of before, mm-hmm. and then getting their feet. How does that sound, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, helping people process their thoughts, their emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of they come in with this stuff. A lot of the times, mm-hmm. this happened. I went to the courthouse, and this happened, and you know, some racist stuff went down, and mm-hmm. I was angry, and I could tell the way that I could tell the way that they're presenting it, that the emotions are still coming up. Mm-hmm. Right? It's still got power over them. Mm-hmm. And so helping them, helping them process that and, and validating their feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
one thing that I find that's tough about dealing with racism, typically, like I was saying, we, we just kind of go off sometimes. And typically, sure. uh, what we're feeling is from whatever, one one event, but it stays with us. Right, right. And then it just bubbles up and it comes out. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm asking the same question, but like. No, you're good. How do we, how do I want to phrase this? I'll put it like this. Mm-hmm. Certain emotions we just hang on to. Sure. And there are things in society that reinforce that we should feel this way within mm-hmm. black culture. Right. Um, it's hard to break away from that. Yeah. It's like there's a certain type of victimization mm-hmm. that we've become accustomed to. Hmm. And we kind of stay in that in that setting, like in that space, even when there's time like, all right, I can find a reason to not be feeling like this. Sure, sure. But we continue to stay in that. What would you say to. To folks like that, I would say folks like me that that stay in that space, mm-hmm. even though we have time to like, you know, you could be focusing on something else. You don't have to be offended for seventy two hours. Right, right. <laughs> you know absolutely, what I mean? absolutely, like, <laughs> absolutely. Well, then that's that self care piece, right? Okay. Um, helping people f- figure out what what is it, what what do they find joy in, mm-hmm. or even just relaxation, mm-hmm. or what 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 can they do? What kind of what type of uh, uh, routine can they think can they practice before they go to bed so that they can fall asleep mm-hmm. that type of stuff yeah uh, because you know that's what self-care does it, it helps you eliminate that stress mm-hmm. at least some of it yeah right so yeah <laughs> self-care you got to take care of yourself yeah so what's some like if you don't mind like, with some self-care mm-hmm. techniques that you have oh man you know what I've added to my life um, since like May first of last year is working out. Okay. Try to work out at least five times a week. Mm. Um, so at least. At least. That's a uh, minimum. Right. Mm. Right. Um, working out. Sleep. You okay. need sleep. Yeah. People would tell you. I'm one of those people actually. They would tell you I can function fine on four hours of sleep. Um, but then I need like coffee all day, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. That's me. So that's, that's my so, life right there. So I'm not. I'm not functioning the way I should. Um, yeah. So sleep. Um, being social, getting out, mm. right? So you mean to tell me, me being on Instagram and Facebook for six hours a day—that's not—that's not cutting, <laughs> right? No, 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 no. But somebody retweeted social. my. My, my post and then right no right and that's man that's so dangerous that's so dangerous I've been watching these interviews too with uh like the the ex presidents of Facebook and how they 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 regret some Ooh. of this stuff that yeah because people are you get that dopamine release right when mm-hmm. somebody likes your picture on Facebook or Instagram whatever it is mm-hmm. and I have both so I'm not <laughs> no I can't but, judge I'm on there a lot so I cannot mm-hmm. judge yeah but uh it takes away that so you so you get that dopamine release from that, but then when we f- sit here face to face and and you can't get that, mm-hmm. that's a problem, mm. right? Um, so you don't enjoy face to face interactions as much as you should, basically. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Which is what you need, right? Yeah, as a human, we should be interacting with folks face to face. So, get out. Do something. Make a friend. If you don't have friends, make a friend. Mm-hmm. Make somebody or find somebody you can stand for forty-five minutes, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, get out, talk to family. What else? Self-care. If you like to read, reading books, join a book club. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, there's so many different things. Relaxation, uh, meditation, mindfulness activities. There's so many different things. Yeah. Yeah help decrease that stress or mm-hmm. there's something I wasn't even planning on talking about but now that we're kind of going mm-hmm. um, loneliness bro how many I don't want to say how many but like how often is it like when you're dealing with your your clients your patients that loneliness is a is an issue yeah um, 
people come in, you know, they're feeling depressed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just validating their feelings, but also helping them challenge challenge their thoughts, challenge mm-hmm. their behaviors. Um, if you, I mean, if somebody feels like they're lonely and that puts them in a, in a bad mood, that makes them sad, and what they do, their behavior is to isolate. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that validates for them that they are lonely, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, because you isolate look, yourself. Look, there's nobody around me. Mm-hmm. I, I am lonely, mm-hmm. right? So challenging that, right? Well, maybe for an hour, go outside, right? So you're not alone. At least you're not alone. Yeah. Um. Also, those thoughts, just helping people challenge those thoughts. We have automatic negative thoughts, automatic, automatic thoughts that are, a lot of the times negative, right? So, helping people identify those and become in tune with uh, with their thinking process. Mm. Yeah, we have automatic negative thoughts. Automatic thoughts that could be negative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it seems like not, I mean, when you say that, it seems to be pretty consistent. Like in most people. Hmm. Um, yeah. Is that something that? Is that societal or is that just like across the board, no matter what part of the world, like that's just human, natural human behavior? I think it depends on your experience in life. Um, Somebody who has experienced a lot of trauma, but they have a lot of Mm -hmm. automatic negative thoughts. Mm. Mm. So we have trauma passed down, bro. Yeah. Like, right. Africans, the diaspora in America and Latin America and all that, like. Trauma, after trauma, trauma after mm-hmm. trauma after trauma. Yeah. So we're we're trying to unlearn. We're trying to change our DNA. Right. That's a lot right. of work. So much work. So much work. That's a lot of work. Yeah. That gets deep. <laughs> <laughs> that just got man. Trauma. That gets is, deep. Yeah. Trauma is. It's intense. Uh, yeah. Have you ever heard um, of uh, Doctor? Joy DeGruy. Mm-hmm. Have you read yeah. her book, The Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome? I haven't read the entire thing. But yeah. Actually, you know, I loaned that out to somebody. At work. Really? <laughs> I haven't got it back. <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> it was like, I need it. Yeah, for I, I need all copy. Of this. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, I did loan that out to somebody. Um, so you read a little bit because I haven't read it yet. But yeah, post post traumatic slave syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the, that is, you know, in the DNA that the stress that was caused from slavery or from even the generation past that mm-hmm. uh, passed down in yeah. DNA man so y'all we got decades of <laughs> decades of trauma that we have to overcome so mm-hmm. if you feel like something's wrong with you it's not just you no. we're all dealing with it mm-hmm. we are all dealing with it is there any uh is there any groups that you guys have? Like any support groups? Uh, right now, no. Right now we're doing a mindfulness, um, mindfulness-based relapse prevention group. Okay. Um, it's closed. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, other than that, no. Mm. We don't have any. I'm just thinking. I'm just, thoughts are popping up in my head, mm-hmm. man. It just seems like there can be something that can be done, you know, as far yeah. as like just creating a group for people to come and right. like a, a safe space. Right. Right. You know, and that's, that's the thing though, is, um, just to, you know, this trauma passed down, like think about what the, what the, the trauma that was caused by the medical field. Mm. Right. Mm. Yeah. So, the, and that's so, why we don't, that's why we don't trust it. Uh-huh. So the elders are telling are, you know, yeah, Tuskegee Airmen. Telling folks from the, from their experiences. Yeah, don't trust those people. Don't go in there. Mm-hmm. Why they wouldn't have they? Your, they don't have your best interests at heart. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But at the Abel Gorley Center. Yeah, yeah. It's actually predominantly black in there, um, mm. staff wise. Where? Yeah, That's I've true. I've never worked in a place like this. Like, I don't. I don't hear the microaggressions that I used to hear everywhere else. Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like I can just be myself, Man. which is a weird feeling. It's crazy, <laughs> but it's that great. Is weird, but it's, <laughs> right, right, right. What does that say about? I know about our society, yeah, about where we grew up. 
Right. But <clears throat> that's what it is, though. But yeah. that's that's a blessing, man, that mm-hmm. you could be in that environment and that y'all are doing what y'all doing for for the people. You right. know what I mean? Creating right. those safe spaces and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So is there? So so self care is the key. Self care, yeah. When we're dealing with all our stress and all this trauma that we're going through on a daily basis. And we think that we're alone. We're not alone. We're all going through it together, y'all. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're we're all going through it at the same time, right? Right. We could be helping each other, um, mm-hmm. and we should be helping each other. But we also self care is a key. Mm-hmm. So is is self care? Is there a difference between self care for adults and self care for kids? Yeah. Is there like are there I, different approaches? <clears throat> I'm sure there is. Um, I work with strictly adults, but I'm not gonna. I won't avoid the question. Um, <laughs> for kids, man, it's so important for kids to be social. Yeah, that's got to be a key for them mm-hmm. for self care. Like you got to find a group, some yeah. group that you feel comfortable in. Man, our our this next generation is doomed. I don't say doomed, <laughs> but man, right, right. It's so like they're growing up on social media. Bro. Right, right. They're growing up on cell phones, growing up on iPads. Mm-hmm. Their video games are just like keep you in the house. I don't want to go outside because right. this video game is amazing. I've been fighting off uh, Minecraft for my house <laughs> for for the last year. My son love Minecraft, <laughs> but he don't he don't play during the week. I'm like, nah, it's not happening. Right, you right. Play a little bit on the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. With your cousins, but nah. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. We he hasn't broke us yet, but I'm sure we'll fall sometimes. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, self care, man. Yeah, you got man, Jay. It's uh, what was oh Jay Z? I think he said uh, you can't heal what you don't reveal, right? Mm. So you gotta you gotta talk about these experiences. They're not easy to talk about. Yeah, absolutely, it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you're not alone. Yeah, a lot of us are dealing with that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this is inspiring, bro. I might have to try to start something, bro. Like, because we all go through it. But mm-hmm. then, like, I, I, I think about as I'm thinking about it, then I can um, yeah, I got that, I got that negative self talk. I'm just envisioning like a whole bunch of people just complaining and complaining. It, it would have to be some, uh-huh. some type of structure so we can uplift each other at the end right. of the day. You know. <clears throat> right. Those groups can definitely go sideways. Yeah. <laughs> Quick, but yeah. Uh, but I mean, but but we can't be selfish with. It, I guess like we have to give people a chance to vent because some people don't ever get a chance. To vent. I mean, they've been on social media, but like right. in person, <clears throat> right? You know, well that's that's um, I would encourage I would encourage folks to go see a counselor. Yeah, right. Self disclosure: I, I went and saw a counselor last year. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, my mom passed away last January. Sorry to hear that, bro. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And man. It was tough, but I had to go see somebody. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and it helped. It did help. Mm-hmm. So go go try it at least. Yeah. It's got to be an appropriate space for somebody to share trauma, right? Where, because you get twenty people in a room, or even five people in a room, and somebody starts talking about some domestic violence or something terrible mm-hmm. like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then start triggering the other people. And mm. that's, yeah, that's true. You, you need a professional. That's all that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Hopefully more, hopefully more spaces like that open up and we can start healing people. Man, for real. Yeah. And that was something that had came up when I first contacted you. You know, it was, it was a lot, a lot of loss of life, you know what I mean, right. in Portland. And to start the new year, um, January, is a lot of folks that pass. And right. And I was just like, right. you know, what, what can we do? Mm-hmm. You know, what can we do to be able to handle all this trauma, all this loss of life, you know? Yeah. Yeah, go see a counselor. Talk about it. Talk about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I mean, you find somebody in your family. Go, go see a counselor. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get into the Fab Five. Oh yeah. Fab Five questions, man. Um, this is just like what you a got? Little, little change up, change of pace here. Oh okay. To end the show. Um, question number one: What artist and or album? Made you fall in love with hip hop? Oh my goodness. Album or artist? Man. So you just assume that I that I like hip hop? Like, I do. Yeah. I, I assume everybody no, loves hip hop. <laughs> 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 
it, it was I funny though. The, the, the first time, the first time I, uh, the first time I did this, uh, and I was like, "So, do you listen to hip hop?" He's like, "Man, if you don't listen to hip hop, like, right. you got black or American." I was like, "I know that was kind of dumb question." I'm sorry, we're we're all the same right. age. <laughs> Just cut to the chase. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I can't think of an album, but <clears throat> growing up, let's see. My dad gave me a Tupac album mm. when I was like ten, and my mom made me return it. Uh, it's the Tower <laughs> Records. Mom huh? showed me right back up to Tower Records. Then nope. Dang. Go uh, off Halsey. Yep. Big, yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I have to go there all the time. Up on a hundred second. Yep. Yeah. Man. Um, Rest in but, peace. Right. Tower Records. Right. Right. <laughs> Dang. Oh man. Um, Kids these days never understand what it's like to leave a leave a store with the CV. Bruh, Tower Records, uh, that was just the biggest store. That was like the best one. Yeah. But then you go to the mall, you had Sam Goody. Oh, right. You right. had Musicland. Mm-hmm. You had uh, FYE. Like, you had all these music stores. Right. I was, I, me and Anthony, we used to go oh, to the yeah. mall every weekend, bro, just go listen to whatever little yeah, listening station. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Bro, I could. We, we used to spend hours in, in music stores. Yeah, like, literally. You hit the ten. Yeah, listen to whatever album that was. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but man, I grew up listening to Jay Z. Yeah. Biggie. Yeah. Yeah. Any it's, album in particular that was just like, man, like this, this is it. Man, no, nah, that I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of any albums, but a lot of boys to men, a lot of Michael Jackson too. I really? Can't forget about okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Got to keep that funky. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. right. Is there a movie? Question number two. Is there a movie that has affected your outlook on life? A movie. Hmm. Movie. I would, uh, damn, well, the first movie that comes to mind is a documentary. Okay. Um, a few of them, actually. So, uh, a lot of people have seen, um, what's it called? Super. Super Size Me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. The McDonald's. It's been joint. a long time. So yeah, yeah, that one, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta stop eating that food. <laughs> um, I seen it and I still go to McDonald's. Right, right. <laughs> Can't stop. Bro. Right. I don't know what they put in them well, fries, but they keep well, coming back. You know, even every meal for thirty days. Oh no, nah, he did. Nah, so. yeah, that's just... um, what else? I like docu- I like comedies and documentaries, but uh, there's a there's a film documentary. I think it's called The Life of James Chassie. Mm. I think that's how you say his name, Chassie. Um, this was a white dude here in Portland who was diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And the documentary just kind of, it briefly goes over his life, but then there's a, the, the, the focus is on how he was murdered by the Portland police. Wow. Yeah. So... So Watching that, that, I was like, man, I need... affected you? Yeah, I was like, man, it's... The stigma on mental health. Mm-hmm. Just in the community. And people just not understanding what that's like for those folks. Yeah. It's yeah, sad. I heard, it's sad. I heard that... Uh, or I read, like, I did a little project in high school and I was doing research, like, on homelessness. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like a majority of the people, at least back when I was in... When we was in school, like, yeah. late 90s, early 2000s, in Portland, a majority of people that were homeless were, you know, they had mental health issues. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so they just kind of left to fend for themselves. Like, yeah, I think it's still still the case. I want to say eight, it's in the eighties. Like really? Yeah. Golly. Yeah. So the life of James Chassie. You know? Life of James Chassie. It's sad, uh, but it, mm-hmm. man, this 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 work in the mental health field is is necessary. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, a lot of people are just getting left, yeah, on absolutely. the streets, literally mm-hmm. just right discarded, yeah, man, or 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 mistreated because of, because of their symptoms. Mm-hmm. Well, with you being a counselor, and us talking about mental health, you kind of already touched question number three. But uh, when you start to feel overwhelmed, how do you de-stress? Mm. Overwhelmed, working out. Um, take a minute. Take a minute to breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, we we're talking about kids. We got kids. Right? Work. 
<laughs> Ooh, that you know what that's like. Yeah. Right, right. It can yeah. be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. And so taking that taking that 10 seconds, that, that minute into the other room to just breathe, mm-hmm. talk yourself down. Work. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, working out and talking to people. Yeah. What about at work? You know, it's kind of hard. Like, people, you know, you get overwhelmed at work. You really don't yeah. have a... I mean, you might have more safe space because it's just—it's more of a free-flowing environment. Right, but right. Like, um, you know, how do you how do you de-stress at work? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, I take breaks. I take walk break. I go walk downtown. My mm-hmm. office is downtown, so I go walk. Yeah, yeah. Um, Get some fresh air. Huh? Yep. Or I talk to my supervisor. I just dump it on him <laughs> <laughs> or, or some of my colleagues. And <laughs> like, yeah, I can't hold this right now. I'm gonna give you this information. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna move around a little bit. <laughs> right, right. I see, like 15, <clears throat> 20 minutes. Exactly. Word. And everybody's, you know, you got to be cool with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to. Yeah. Question number four: What book would you recommend that everyone read right now? Mm. Book. What book would I recommend? The only books that are coming to mind are books that I read for work. <laughs> and nobody wants to read cognitive processing therapy. Uh, why don't why don't why don't we want to read that, man? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you might need some self care out there. Uh, <laughs> book you to read. How about uh Michelle Alexander's uh The New Jim Crow? Mm. Everybody should read that. Yeah. Especially any white folks listening. Read it and, and give it to your friends and family. Yeah. Yeah. It's important information. It is. The thing is, I uh, I bought that book a while back. Mm-hmm. And then the 13th documentary came out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So after I watched 13, I was like, mm, I don't need to read the book. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but like, how much, how, have you seen the 13th documentary? Yeah. yeah okay. So, so how much, how much of that is like spot on with the book or do I still need the book to like get more context that yeah. was that was deep like the, Ava did a good Ava doing her, she did a great job on absolutely, it yeah. absolutely absolutely um, the book I, the book goes a little deeper but uh really because 13 just focuses on the 13th amendment right true yeah and how they turn in um, prison prisoners and slaves and stuff like that but mm-hmm. man that was such a dumb I showed that at work for one of our meetings yeah that documentaries it's crazy because like I had a conversation with somebody um, like maybe a week or two ago mm-hmm. and I just assumed that every black person has seen this by now 13 yeah I don't think that's the case no I don't think so either I just feel like who who hasn't seen like what if you black in America how you have you not access to Netflix yeah, and you like, got what? access to Netflix how do you not watch 13th like it just it, bo- it boggles my mind they were just like why are you just saying it like everybody has seen it I was like yes they have you got Netflix, yeah. you've seen it. It's like, no, right. I know a lot of people. That, I'm like, really? Dang. Like, you got, <coughs> that's a must-see. It must is. See. You have to know that. Like, this it's, affects us right now. Right, right. It's yeah. deep. It's deep. It's, it's so deep. Uh, it's like the Khalif Browder story. <clears throat> I can't right. watch that, bro. Me either. I, I, I know what happens. I know. I, I'm not going to lie to you. When, they, when that part came on and that, mm-hmm. I broke down, bro. Like, I literally, yeah. like. On my couch, just crying, bro. Like, I, like yeah. his story, that part of it mm-hmm. broke me, bro. So when they did a five-part series, it's on Netflix right now. Actually, I recorded it <laughs> when it mm-hmm. came on TV. I couldn't watch it. I was just like, man, I'm not ready for this amount of sadness. Right, right. It's on Netflix. I got it queued up, but I just I can't watch it, bro. Like I haven't. That was heartbreaking, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This yeah. uh, was that the one that's produced by Jay Z? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I don't even know. This is like, I don't know what type of mind frame. I got to have like a week off work. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, be on vacation in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I can't, that's the thing. I can't be on vacation. I don't want to ruin my vacation. It's yeah, right. like, right. when do I watch this? Right. How am I right. mentally like, and also, uh, you seen Fruitvale Station? No. The the one so the, the director of Black Panther, Ryan Coogler, that was one of his first major films. Oh, okay. It got like, you know, 
critical acclaim and whatnot. Yeah. And so that's What's the story called? about Fruitvale Station. Okay. It's a story about Oscar Grant. You know, he got killed by the police. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I know the, you know, I know the outcome. Yeah, right. So it's just like, exactly. I heard it's a great film. It's a great depiction. But it's like, man, I don't want to go to bed just like, right. with this fire in my chest. Like, hey, just right, mad, right. angry, sad. Right. Like, Maybe break it up. Huh? Maybe that's what I, maybe that's what we got to do with the Cleve Browder is just break it up and then, then maybe that's yeah. why it's in five series first of all. But right. Even break that up. I'm gonna watch it over the, over five months. Just once, months, yeah, once right. Month. Ten minutes at a time. <laughs> oh, <shit. clears throat> that makes sense. Question number five. Yeah, I'm just writing down that documentary. Oh, sorry. yep, yep. Um, this one is deep. <clears throat> this one is deep. All right. What message do you want communicated at your eulogy? <laughs> Dang. Mm. This is it. Whew. These are the last words that they're going to hear about you. Right. What are they going to hear? Yeah. I would hope. I would hope that they. Whoever's there. When. Uh, Hear that I that I changed changed the mold for my family, right? Um, being the first, this is what my grandma told me. I'm the first one in my family uh, to to get a master's degree, mm-hmm. uh, and that means a lot to me. Um, and the conditions that I grew up in, being able to come from that and be where I'm at today, and go where I'm. Hopefully, where I see myself going. Yeah. Um, hopefully, changes changes the mold for my family. My kids won't have to. My kids and my kids and my grandkids won't have to see their parents struggle the way I did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because of because of my hard work. Yeah. Set setting that stage for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's a I'm tough like, one, ain't <laughs> Leave out, leave out going bald at like twenty seven. <laughs> leave that out. <laughs> On um, the little montage, they'll show the pictures and like, oh, whoa, he lost it here early. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't show the ball until like forty five, fifty. I'm going that. No. Uh, um, yeah, that's it. I was a family man too. That's yeah. something I didn't have. Mm-hmm. I was there for my kids, ride or die. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Need them to hear that. Right. They'll know that. Yeah. So. Yeah, your, your kids will speak. They'll speak that for you. Right. Yeah. That's a deep question. Yeah, man. How much more time we got? Because I got. No, we. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's it. Um, it's, it's funny that you say that about the family man piece and, you know, how we grew up and whatnot. I was mm-hmm. able to grow up, you know, with a nuclear family with my pops in the house. Whatnot. Nice. That's cool. That's but, cool. um,. I was watching this video. Uh, I forgot what publication puts it out, but it's talking about how black, like the stigma of the black father not being present mm-hmm. is totally false. Right. Especially like within the past 20 years. And they have statistics that prove that even when the parents aren't married, like the percentage of dads that read to their kids every day, that play with them, that change diapers, that. You know, do, like mm-hmm. do give their kids a bath. Yeah, like we had the highest score among other, you know, across all groups mm-hmm. or whatever, whether it's Hispanic or white. Right. Or yeah. So there's numbers to I back it up, but yeah. like the that narrative gets pushed. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. And it's absolutely. just like we have to fight. Yeah, we have to fight for that. You know, just like for everything else. For everything else, huh? Right. But yeah, I know a lot of great. Shout out to the great black dads. Man, we out here. There's a lot of them. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. We are out here though. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. yeah, man. We 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 surviving out here, man. We doing our thing, right? Yeah. We doing more than surviving. We living, yeah, thriving, thriving, right? Thriving. <laughs> we thriving. Speaking of thriving, I know you seen Black Panther. <laughs> I just went this past weekend. Man, what you think? Bro? Yeah, <sighs> man, it's a great movie. Um, man, I didn't. I don't want to give too much away, but no, nah, if they ain't seen it by now, <laughs> hey, this a it's two weeks yeah, past. Man, man, what a great movie that was. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, what's his name in the movie? Killmonger. 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 Woo. Why is he like the hero of the movie? Right. In 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 the black people's eyes, like yeah, you from right. America, like right. that's that's the guy. Right. We gonna get our oppressors. Right. In. Right. right. 
He was ready to ride <laughs> oh, on everybody man. and save everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. Man, it was such a dumb movie. Yeah, what did you think about it? I loved it, bro. I seen it twice. Oh yeah, I seen it on Already. Friday night when it came out, and then I took my kids again Saturday night. My, unfortunately, my wife had to work. Oh okay. But I was just like, "Hey y'all, get dressed. We going to the movies." <laughs> like, Daddy, we just seen it last night. Like, I don't care. I want to see it again. <laughs> right. Because I wanted like you know when you first see it, like you're taking in the imagery. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just I'm just in awe of what I'm looking yeah, at. Right. You know what I mean? All this royalty, this yeah, black Wakanda royalty. Wakanda was crazy too. Wakanda was amazing, bro. Like right. Lupita. Ooh. Oh my god, that's my second hall pass. I got two hall passes. Uh, oh yeah, I got Angela Rye. That's my light skin hall pass. <laughs> right. and I got Lupita. That's my dark skin hall pass. And I'm good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's the only movie I was talking. I think I was talking to my mom. I was like, Mom, I ain't never seen a movie where the supporting cast was like you didn't even need like Black Panther. He was cool. Yeah. But the supporting cast was so right. dope. Right. The antagonist, like the villain, was so dope. Like mm-hmm. I've never seen a movie that was that well rounded. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, that's crazy, bro. Absolutely. Um. Man, what a great movie. Yeah. I do want to go see it again. I don't even go to movies like that. For real. But I do want to go see it again. Yeah. My wife and I went on. It was her birthday. We went mm-hmm. on a date. Yeah. We got we got free time. We're going to see Black Panther. Exactly, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I might see it a third time. Yeah. I and just what Wakanda, like that. Man, when they first flew into Wakanda. Yeah. It's like, oh. It's like emotional, man. It's like, yeah, damn. Right. What could have been, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, if we didn't get colonized, like, you know. It just kind of reminds me. Yeah, it's like the, the safe haven for, for black folks. Yeah. Man. So how do you feel about how do you feel about like people have been writing a lot of think pieces uh-huh. about uh you know, I'm team killmonger. We need to have a, a conversation with these Africans <laughs> because we feel left out and they never came and got us. Like how do you feel about that oh, type damn. of conversation? Yeah, it's been some crazy stuff going on. Wow. Yeah, man. It's like people That's... taking it and just like Yeah, yeah. Taking it to a whole another level, man. Absolutely, yeah. that's what happens with social media. But uh, <laughs> dang, that's crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah, I have no thoughts or concerns with that. Word, <laughs> word. for sure. Let's just skip over that because <laughs> it's just like, it's, I, I it's, know, it's like, too left field. With it, in my opinion, it's just what like, I what I yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly. So I, I have no idea. But uh, what I thought was funny was uh, I saw somebody was complaining about. Uh, Black folks dressing up, like coming to America and going to see it. And somebody clapped back with, uh, "Well, y'all, y'all go to Lord of the Rings dressed up as wizards, and <laughs> exactly. wizards and elves, right? Like we dressed up as uh, ourselves, as our natural <laughs> self." Oh man, that was yeah, oh, man, that was good stuff. But that's the only that's the only uh, drama that I've. Entertain, entertain, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I, I was so mad. I kind of got sucked into a conversation mm-hmm. where somebody has so much negativity, like so many bad things to say about the movie. Yes, man. It's it's one of the people that's too woke for their own good, oh, their yeah. own good, they and they used... just they want to dissect it and they you know it, yeah. just take it to. I'm just like, man, just enjoy Wakanda, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, a, it's beautiful. Right. Take the victory. It's a movie. It's a movie. But it also is It's inspiring for, like, yeah. real life, man. Yeah, I'm just, absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited that my, my son is eight years old. He'll never forget this. Mm-hmm. My daughter's three. But it's funny, though, because every time she sees somebody that, like, has dreads or, like, long braids, she's like, Daddy, Wakanda, Daddy. Yeah. Like, I'll be on Instagram. <laughs> and it won't even be Black Panther. But, like, everything that she see that's, like, like kind of like more native looking and yeah. African. She's yeah. just like, Daddy, that's what kind of like. That's yeah. what's up. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's just like, it's changing our kids where they're going to have this imagery, this positive imagery, mm-hmm. probably for the rest of their lives, bro. Right. I felt like this was, um, like we didn't live through, we didn't have to live through like the first black basketball player. Right. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, and Hollywood is like one of those last frontiers where it's still like hella white yeah. for no good reason. Right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Because it's like we realize that once 
they let us in something like mm-hmm. let us do it and yeah. see how good it's gonna be and right, we exactly. typically do it very well yeah let us in baseball now we kind of fell out of baseball right a little bit let us in basketball see what happens right let us play football right see what happens right let us play tennis we might mess mm-hmm. around and mm-hmm. be the best in the game, let us play right. golf. We are gonna revolutionize speed skating in the Olympics. Speed right? skating, seventeen year old female, black female. Put her on the ice and see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, let yeah. us start skiing. Right. It's gonna be the most athletic, amazing <laughs> right. triple right. double ski. I don't know if you can do. Right. I don't know, but she gonna see some crazy <laughs> right. stuff. You listen, niggas start Absolutely. skiing. Right. <laughs> it's gonna be some. Oh my God, I, didn't, I didn't know that was amazing. Right. Uh, Eight twenty. Uh, what? What? No. You can't spend that many times. Right. But uh. Yeah. yeah, man, let let us in Hollywood, man, and man. see what happens. So it's, it's, a, it's a renaissance going on. It's man. been time, yeah, but uh, yeah, hopefully this paves the way for a change. I believe so. Yeah, I mean, money talks, man. They said it's already done seven hundred million. Damn, in two weeks. Damn. So it hasn't even been a month. So right the, at the end of the month, it's gonna be at a billion. It was. So it's been out for two weeks. It's been out for two. Weeks. I just went this or maybe no. Weekend. It came out on. Maybe it was yeah, a week. it came out on the sixteenth or the fifteenth or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I went on the sixteenth, so it's only been one, two weekends. But yeah, it's been out at this point ten days. Okay. But like basically, they were they released that report. I want to say on Sunday night. So after oh, you I know, see. Yeah. After nine days, bro. It was it was packed when I went. Just oh yeah. Three days, two days ago. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't see it going away either. Like no. anytime soon, at least. Right. You can keep that in the theater for a long time, bro. Uh, yeah, right. Because <laughs> if it's if it's there a month later, I'm gonna see it. <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? Like I'm gonna see it in matinee. My man, man, you will be there. Right. In two months. Leave it there. Like that's gonna be my self care. <laughs> right. I'm going exactly. to Wakanda, y'all. There you go. So uh, I'm calling in black. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. I'm calling in black today. I'm going to Wakanda, and I black. and I'll see y'all tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, Somebody's used that though. Huh? That's, the, that's the funny part. Somebody has used that. Calling in black. Yeah, no, call, I'm going to come what kind? Oh yeah, <laughs> calling in black. Going to what kind? Yeah, that's great. So y'all go ahead and use that. Feel free. You know what I, mean? I think that would <laughs> right. be a good tactic. They cannot deny you. <laughs> right. As a citizen of Wakanda, you have a right, uh, right. to make that pil- pilgrimage from time to time. You know what I mean? So. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> make sure you come by and give them a five star, though. Word. Word. Give me a five star right. on that. It's yeah. free, but the five star. You gotta... <laughs> oh, man, man, any any parting words for the people, man? Oh, as a professional man. in the field. Nah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Just it's time that we just be open. Mm. And we start revealing some of the trauma that we've experienced so that we can heal from it. Yeah. Like you said, we, sometimes we, we explode mm-hmm. people that don't deserve it. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. No, not with just uh, just us, but it happens a lot. And we, we focus on our community. But uh, we can we can try to eliminate that by opening up. I, I can't speak for all the clinicians ar- around, but at least myself, <laughs> it won't be as scary as you think it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that fe- that fear is 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 okay to have. Mm. It's coming from it's rational. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But then you come in and coming just coming in and having a positive experience challenges that. Yeah. So then you feel oh, okay. Yeah. So is there a certain website they need to go to to be able to check y'all out? Um. Yeah, I mean, let's uh, go ahead and plug my private practice real quick. Word. Uh, <laughs> nah, let's do no, that. You, can, you know, you can find me on um, Psychologies Today or um, the Portland Therapy Center. And that's, you just type in my name, Brandon Hardaway, and I'll pop up. My office is out in Gresham, and, you know, I did that on purpose because there's a lot of folks that are being pushed out that way that look like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the services aren't the services aren't moving out with them. Mm-hmm. Um, you said they are. Or they they aren't. aren't. Oh, and then that's traumatic in itself. Yeah. So. So where you're at? I'm out. So? I'm out in Gresham. Okay. And yeah. your your private practice is Portland Therapy Center. It's it's on the Portland Therapy website. Portland okay. Therapy Center and, okay. and Psychology Today. Um, okay. And that's that's just that's just counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, if if I feel like need some 
maybe you need a little more extra support. Yeah. Um, the Avo Gorley Center is also a great place. Word. And I'm there. Word. And there's some cool, cool ass people that work there. Mm-hmm. Spell that for me. Avo Gorley? A V E L G O R D L Y. Perfect. And the Center for Healing. That's a part of OHSU. It is. Yeah, it's located in downtown. Perfect. So I'm going to put all that in the notes so y'all can look back at that and um, know where to find your boy Brandon. And that's Brandon Hardaway, like yeah. Tim Hardaway, but Brandon Hardaway. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's your boy, man. I'm signing off, man. We up out of here. It's the Socks and Sandals podcast. Where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. And it's Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. No doubt, man. I Thanks appreciate for coming it. through, yeah. bro. Appreciate you coming through and Thank you for sharing this, with man. us. Somebody should come out here and interview you. Huh? For Somebody, real? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. For black it's, for black excellence. Man, absolutely. word. I I uh I did an interview um maybe a couple months a couple weeks ago. Oh you it did? felt so weird. You did? <laughs> it felt Being so weird. Side? Being on the other side, yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm not ready. Right. <laughs> yeah, bro. But it was it was cool though. Are we still recording? Yeah. Okay. But I'll Oh, yeah, no, it's, y'all. All, it's all good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, you good. For sure, for sure. Let me stop. Well, yeah, man. Um, I'll let y'all next week. Appreciate right. y'all for tuning in. Take care, yourselves. So. Take care, y'all. Self-care is That's the key. Yeah. Yes, y'all. good news. That good news. I'm evidence. Oh, I gave you the truest me, my truest speech, true and deep from the loosest leaves of my loose leaf. My flaws and all, see? I'm fragile, but by grace I am choosing peace over losing sleeping. I must say these sandals fit quite nicely over these pre-release. Nike sacks, Birkenstocks, oh what a faux pas. Unmasked, unabashed, unashamed. I hear the voice set up unacclaimed, yeah. Hear the voice set up unacclaimed. Maybe that's a taboo. Maybe it's a fad, but maybe just in fact I was used to wearing bad shoes. Uh. Nike socks, Birkenstocks, oh what a faux pas. Unmasked, unabashed, unashamed. Uh.